On today's podcast, we're going to take a look at the Dunkel top five college football rankings following the completion of last week's conference championships. We'll also preview this week's rivalry matchup between the Army Black Knights and the Navy Midshipmen. Then we'll move over to the NFL and take a look at the latest top five NFL rankings, and we'll finish off with four picks for this weekend's NFL schedule, starting with Dallas at Washington and followed by Las Vegas at Kansas City, Chicago at Green Bay, and wrapping up on Monday night with the L.A. Rams at the Arizona Cardinals. Welcome to the Dunkel Index Podcast, the sports world's oldest rating service now in our 92nd season. I'm Bob Dunkel, and let's take a look at both our college and NFL top five rankings and preview this weekend's annual showdown between Army and Navy, followed by four picks for the NFL schedule. Starting with Dunkel's college top five, following last week's conference championships, we have the Michigan Wolverines at number five. Michigan fans have been waiting seven long seasons for Coach Jim Harbaugh to deliver this shot at a national championship. And unlike in previous years, the Wolverines didn't let it slip away this time. Following their big win over Ohio State with a 42-3 thumping of Iowa in the Big Ten Championship. Michigan will face Georgia in the first round of the playoffs on New Year's Eve. At number four and surviving both the pressure and a few tight moments to become the first non-Power 5 team to make the playoffs is the Cincinnati Bearcats. Cincinnati left little to chance on Saturday with a 21-point outburst in the third quarter to get past Houston 35-20 to in the American Athletic Conference Championship. Bearcats get rewarded for that effort with a date against Alabama in the other first-round playoff matchup on New Year's Eve. Staying at number three is the lone team in the Dunkel Top 5 not to make the CFP playoffs in the Ohio State Buckeyes. Buckeyes will try to close out their season with their 11th victory in the Rose Bowl on New Year's Day against the Utah Utes. At number two and slipping from number one is the Georgia Bulldogs. Like Jim Harbaugh and Michigan, Kirby Smart's Bulldogs have been stymied in the past by their nemesis, the Alabama Crimson Tide. But unlike Michigan this year, Georgia's troubles continued in the SEC championship as they fell once again to Alabama, 41-24. to It wasn't a death blow for the Dogs, though, as the body of work heading into the game was good enough to keep them in the playoffs, where, ironically, they'll face Harbaugh and the Wolverines. And finally, back at number one following an up-and-down year is the Alabama Crimson Tide. There was such a discussion about whether the Tide would even make the playoffs if they lost to Georgia in the SEC championship, but Nick Saban's team took any debate out of the equation by scoring on five straight possessions against Georgia's top-ranked defense to cruise to a 17-point victory. As noted earlier, Bama will try to keep that hot streak going against Cincinnati in the first round of the playoffs. 
We'll take a look at those playoff matchups in our future podcast. But for now, let's take a look at the lone college football game on the FBS schedule this weekend. And frankly, a personal favorite of mine as the Army Black Knights face the Navy Midshipmen at MetLife Stadium. Of course, this game is rich in history and takes us back to a bygone era of college football with names like Mr. Inside and Mr. Outside, Blanchard and Davis, Pete Dawkins and Roger Staubach. There was a time when this game uh, had huge meaning in the national landscape and the Army teams of the 1940s are still some of the highest rated in the history of the Dunkel Index. That hasn't been the case for quite some time and today the academies are lucky to make a mid-level bowl game as the Black Knights have this year when they play in the Armed Forces Bowl against Missouri. This series has gone back and forth in terms of dominance, with Navy stringing together the longest winning streak from 2002 to 2015 by winning 14 straight. But it's been the Black Knights who have fared better recently, winning four of the last five, including last year's game 15 to nothing. Army also comes into this year's game riding a four-game winning streak. Uh, their most recent victory was probably their best of the season, beating Liberty 31-16 to as a three-point underdog. As is often the case when facing Army, stopping the run game is the challenge. Black Knights beat the Flames while attempting only four passes, three of which were completed, so at least that was a pretty good percentage. But the biggest chunks of yards came on the ground, as Army racked up 220 compared to only 79 for Liberty. On the season, Army is averaging uh, 301.7 rushing yards per game, which ranks the Black Knights number two in the nation. That attack is going to be tough for a Navy defense to stop. The Middies have given up at least 30 points in a game four times this season and come in ranked just 92nd in the country in defensive scoring while allowing just under 30 points per game. And the offense, which ranks just 126th in total yards and 115th in scoring, has had a tough time making up the difference during a disappointing 3-8 and campaign. Dunkel likes Army to continue its recent dominance in the series with a win and covering the Vegas line of 7.5, while the Black Knights' run game Control, uh, wears down the Navy defense and pushes the final score over the Vegas total of 36. Now, let's shift over to the guys who play on Sunday by taking a look at Dunkel's top five in the NFL. Cracking our top five for the first time this season, we have the surprising New England Patriots. Pretty much given up for dead after losing three of their first four this season, the Pats have ridden a strong defense and the solid play of rookie QB Mac Jones to seven straight wins following Monday night's 14-10 victory over Buffalo. New England has a bye this week before heading to Indianapolis to face the Colts in Week 15. At number four and coming off a bye are the Green Bay Packers. The Pack will see if they can use the week off to their advantage as they face the division rival Chicago Bears this week. At number three, but continuing their recent struggles, are the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo's loss to New England is their fourth now in the last seven after starting out the season by winning four of their first five. Doesn't get any easier for Sean McDermott's team this week 
as they face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At number two in getting healthy are the Arizona Cardinals. Both Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins returned from injuries to lead the Cards to a 33-22 win over the Chicago Bears that gave them 10 wins for the first time since 2015. Number 11 could be a little trickier as Arizona gets a huge division game against the 8-4 L.A. Rams this week. And continuing to hold on to the top spot following a 30-17 win over Atlanta are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was just another big day for the ageless Tom Brady, who threw for 368 yards and four TDs, two of which went to his favorite target, Rob Gronkowski. Some things just never change. Brady and Gronk will aim for their 10th win this week as they host the Bills on Sunday. Now, let's take a look at a few of this weekend's big matchups, starting in Washington, where we have an old rivalry taking on new significance as the football team faces the Dallas Cowboys. For the Cowboys, it's going to be a little weird playing on a Sunday following two straight Thursday games. Their most recent turned out better than their Thanksgiving loss to the Raiders as the Cowboys overcame the absence of Coach Mike McCarthy because of COVID and took advantage of a faltering New Orleans team 27-17 last Thursday night. While McCarthy will be back this week, what still hasn't returned to health is the Dallas offense. Injuries have been a big part of grounding the Dallas air attack. Against the Saints, Dak Prescott threw for only 238 yards, and the Cowboys had to rely more on their defense that picked off Taysom Hill four times to deliver the victory. But the Cowboys are not alone in having to deal with injuries at this time of the year. The football team has had its fair share as well, including the absence of defensive ends Montez Sweat and Chase Young. Sweat was set to return from a broken jaw this week, but now is out with COVID. Also out for the remainder of the season is tight end Logan Thomas, who tore his ACL in Washington's 17-15 win over the Raiders last week. Uh, The win over Las Vegas was Washington's fourth straight, and even with the injuries, Ron Rivera's team is showing a lot of resilience right now. The defense has actually improved without Sweat and Young, allowing just under 287 yards during the winning streak, compared to over 361 during a preceding four-game losing streak. And QB Taylor Heineke has stepped up his game with a passer rating of 110 during the winning streak compared to just 68 during the losing streak. This series has favored the home team recently with home field carrying a five and two ATS record in the last seven meetings. That's where Dunkel is going to be on this one as the football team extends its winning streak with an upset victory. While uh, the lack of offense keeps the final score under the Vegas total of 49. Now, let's head over to uh, Kansas City to check in on another team that is trying to extend a winning streak as the Chiefs host the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Like the football team, the Chiefs struggled out of the gate and sat at 3-4 and four after a Week 7 loss to Tennessee. Since that time, Kansas City has strung together five straight wins to move back up to first place in the AFC West. The fact that KC has gotten hot at this time of year not a big surprise. 
The Chiefs have had winning streaks of at least five games in nine straight seasons now. But the fact that they are putting together another streak without the usual offensive firepower is a big surprise. Much of the focus for the offensive struggles have been on QB Patrick Mahomes. In last week's 22-9 win over Denver, Mahomes failed to top 200 yards passing for the second time in the last four games while throwing his 12th uh, interception of the season, which matches his career high from 2018. But there have been times when Mahomes has looked like his former self. One of those was against these same Raiders in Week 10. Mahomes completed 35 of 50 passes for a season-high 406 yards and five TDs with zero interceptions. With the offense clicking, combined with Casey's much-improved defense of late, the result was a 41-14 domination. The rematch looks to be heading down that same road. Following a 5-2 and two start, the Raiders have dropped four of their last five, including last week's 17-15 to loss, loss to Washington. Offense has also been a problem for Vegas as they've been held to 16 or fewer points during the five-game stretch. And QB Derek Carr has topped 300 yards passing just once after going over 300 five times in the first seven games. Like the Dallas-Washington rivalry, this one has been dominated in recent years by the home team, which is 7-3 and three against the spread in the last 10 meetings. Dunkel's going to ride the home team again here by taking the Chiefs to win and cover the Vegas line of 9.5 while both offenses continue to struggle and holding the final score under the Vegas total of 48. Okay, let's head uh, to Green Bay now to check in on a team that actually has its offense clicking at the moment as the Packers host the Chicago Bears on Sunday night. The Pack headed into a bye week last week following a 36-28 win over the Rams that saw QB Aaron Rodgers top the 300-yard passing mark for the second straight game. And the week off came at a welcome time for Matt LaFleur's team as they try to get some pieces healthy. Of course, there's Rodgers himself, who has been dealing with COVID and a bro- uh, broken pinky toe in the weeks prior to the bye. And the pack looked to be close to getting uh, cornerback Jair Alexander, linebacker Zadarius Smith, and Uh, left tackle David Bakhtieri back for the stretch run as they vie with the Cardinals for the top spot in the NFC. Probably the biggest piece, though, that gets back on the field this week comes from the Bears side as they welcome the return of QB Justin Fields. The Ohio State rookie missed the last two games with cracked ribs, and the Bears are hoping his return can snap the team out of a funk that has seen them drop six of their last seven with the only victory coming against the previously winless Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving. Fields did uh, did actually play fairly well against Green Bay in week six as he produced 217 yards of total offense and threw a TD. But it wasn't enough to keep the Packers from winning at Soldier Field 24-14. It's hard to see that outcome altering, especially at Lambeau, where the Pack are 21-7 and against the spread in the last 28 meetings against the Bears. Dunkel likes the home team once again in this one, with Green Bay winning 
and covering the Vegas line of 12 and a half while Rodgers and the offense continue to click and push the final score over the Vegas total of 44. Finally, while we're on the subject of uh, battling for the top spot in the NFC, let's take a look at the other team in the hunt as the Arizona Cardinals host the L.A. Rams on Monday night. Uh, Consistent with most of the teams we've looked at as well, uh, the Cardinals have been dealing with their own rash of injuries. But there was uh, a light at the end of the tunnel last week as Arizona got back both quarterback Kyler Murray and wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins from the injured list. And it didn't take long for that pair to get into their previous groove as they connected on a 20-yard TD to get the offense rolling in a 33-22 win over the Bears that ran Arizona's record to 10-2 and and enabled the Cards to get to double-digit wins for the first time since 2015. The Rams looked uh, like they were well on their way to double-digit wins when the two teams met for the first time back in week four, but a 37-20 loss to Arizona in that game, followed by a stretch of three straight losses starting in week nine to Tennessee, San Francisco, and Green Bay, has L.A. two games behind Arizona in the division coming into this game. L.A. is hoping some of uh, the recent struggles were put behind them following their 37-7 win over Jacksonville last week, And there was plenty to like. Matthew Stafford looked like his early season form with 295 yards passing and three TDs. Cooper Cup kept up his career year with eight more catches for 129 yards and a TD. And Sonny Michelle provided a spark in the running game with 121 yards on the ground and a TD. Even the recently added OBJ got into the act with a TD catch, which is now his second in the last two weeks. But beating a two-win Jags team by 30 and winning on the road against the uh, first-place Cardinals are dramatically different efforts, and L.A. has had a hard time sustaining their momentum following lopsided wins as they come into this one with an 0-7 ATS record in their last seven following a win by more than 14 points. Dunkel has that trend continuing as the Cardinals get the win and cover the Vegas line of two and a half, while Arizona's fifth-ranked passing defense keeps Stafford and the L.A. offense in check enough to keep the final score under the Vegas total of 52. So there you have it, a little mix of college and NFL picks to get your football weekend started. Of course, you can go to dunkelindex.com for all of our pro football picks, as well as this year's college football bowl schedule, including the CFP semifinal matchups between Cincinnati and Alabama and Georgia and Michigan. And make sure to tune in next week for both of our college and pro football podcasts. I'd like to thank everybody for listening, and especially my son, Ben, for all his hard work in making this happen. Have a great great weekend, and as always, good luck.